Welcome to Meeple to Meeple, uniting players around the world. A 30-minute exploration of PJ and Gareth's board game experiences from across both sides of the Atlantic. Each episode, they share their thoughts and opinions on the world of board games, including their favourite themes, games, hot topics, and much, much more. Hey, welcome to episode 25. I'm PJ. And I'm Gareth. And we are here to talk about Dearly Beloved, a partner's special. This episode is going to be about uh, Gareth and I's uh, significant others, our spouses, as it were, and the games we play, and more importantly, each of their top tens as chosen by them and handed off to us. Gareth, how are you and Carrie doing? We're doing very well. We played quite a few games today. And it's been quite a chore trying to get the top 10 games uh, from Carrie. But I have the list here. And I'm pleasantly surprised by the top 10 she's chosen. I would would play one of them. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, It was really interesting, just as a side note before we really dive in. So when I approached Katie and I'm like, would you... I think I told her like maybe Wednesday or Thursday, the early, early midweek. I was like, hey, don't forget, I need your... Your your top ten games or top five. I told her top five originally, and and I reminded her again. And then she's like, <laughs> she's like, I can't give you five, but I sure can give you ten. <laughs> and so I think that was the impetus for you and I to go. Well, let's get their top ten. And I think Carrie gave you ten games, and Katie gave me ten games, and uh, we're going to talk about their favorites. Now, remember, these are not ours; these are their favorites. These are their favourites, and we nearly had a few amends like an hour ago, mm. and I had to veto it. We were there. There's no more changing minds. So these are the 10, as of mid, well, middle of January, going into the and back end of January, 2023. Would you, would you say that it's fair to say that these are our favourite people to play with as well? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got some stats for later. You know, I like my stats. I know I you do. Go. I went and found the head-to-head stats. Of since we've been well, since we've been recording stats in board game stats, which I think's about ten years. Oh yeah. So we have a we have a few stats, and uh, interestingly, I also then found the most played games, and there's not necessarily an overlap of Carrie's favourite games at this point. It's when I remind well, us remind us some of those games. She's like, oh, I've got to change. No, no, too late. You've given me your top ten. So you uh, you shared with me Carrie's top ten, and then I mm-hmm. shared it with I shared them with Katie. And, What's the overlap? Um, well, I think we yeah. So we have three games in common. Interesting. Right? Yeah, out of ten. Um, let's see. Carrie's got. Carrie has three games that neither Katie and I have ever played. Ooh, and then there's three games that are also on Katie's list. Um, and, and the, the other games that we've played that we love, that we own that are on Carrie's list, but not on Katie's, that's going to get, that's going to get, I'm confused already, but what's good is that we've got a bit of a not played, never heard of, or not, and And then there's, we have an overlap. Right. Um, it's, these games are great. Carrie's got a great list. We love her choices. Um, but what, what Katie emphasized in her list is on her top 10 that we'll share in a moment. These are games that she is ready to play at a moment's notice. And she doesn't care. You know, if you say, 
hey, do you want to play in any one of these games? He's I think on it. I think that's why this is Carrie's list. Yeah. So I, I, I tried to get reasons for them, but there's games that she will play happily. If I suggested, mm-hmm. it'll be a yes. Yep. That's it. Um, although I will tell you that Katie's list, these are not ranked in order. So oh, like Carrie's ranked in order. Oh, no. Ranks. We have a if, ranking list. If if you're looking if you're looking for like this will be Katie's top ten, but it's not in order. Number one, number two, that will be not no half a no. job. Only in half the exam question, so uh. half a point. <laughs> Calls herself a gamer. She's only got half a point for that. Well, she is a gamer. We'll she a, loves them all. We'll have to do a second game. <laughs> yes. Um, so where do you so, want to so, begin? Well, so so Carrie has um, only really been playing games since we've. Uh, probably as in board games since we've been together. So, and we got into games um, about 10 years ago and we'd always played card games and stuff like when we were on holiday, but 10 or 12 years ago, we got into <coughs> board games. And then since then, she's always had a passion for worker placements and you'll see that appear on the list. Um, she, we have a joke at home that she just likes playing farming games, which when you see this, that's not quite true. That is not she true. She says no to all space games uh, but that turns out really it's just anything with the word Star Wars or Star Trek. Uh, hey, any space game she wait likes. Wait a minute now. But honestly, if it's got Star Wars or Star in the word, it's a, it's, a, it's a no. But a game which is no space games, and guess what game we started playing? Space Space. So it's just a mockery of it all. Um, <laughs> a real passion for filler games and party games, but they don't really appear on this list. Um, so that's a little intro, a little intro about Carrie. How about... Yeah. So when I, when I met Katie, we've been, we've been married nearly 14 years. We've been together 16. So when I met her, she was already a gamer. Um, and she had introduced me to a few things, right? Cause like I was, I was a gamer, but my exposure to Euro games was minimal at the time. And she introduced me to stuff. Uh, there was, there was, there was a moment when we were both in graduate school, um, and we were dating and we went to a local game store. And I remember looking over at her and I was like, I am so glad that you love <laughs> to play love games. Yeah. And we've never looked back. Interesting enough, it was Ticket to Ride. We played the Marklin, which is the, you know, which is now mm-hmm. Germany. Um, but the original Marklin. And I was like, man, this is, is kind of interesting, you know? Um, and we never looked back. Never looked back. Our favorite so, came in partner. Maybe that should yeah. be in our episode. So yeah. how should we um do you, so I haven't so, seen Katie's list. So do you want to start with the overlaps? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Because if we try to do these in ranking, because Katie didn't rank them. We yeah, yeah, let's just do it in overlaps first. Let's do the three that we have a similarity okay. to. So for those paying attention at home, you might want to take notes for this episode. Um, there are three games on both Katie and Carrie's list. And they are Obsession. Boom. There it is. Arc Nova and Rococo by Eagle Griffin Games. I love saying that. That's such a fun word, Rococo. What three awesome games. I mean, Obsession, oh, you know, we've, yep. we've squeezed it into that episode, and this wasn't even us trying, this one. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Carrie would have that Obsession, Rococo, and then Art Nova. And Obsession just, just broke BGG's top 100. Top 100. Right? Yeah, outstanding. Yeah. Uh, honestly, one of the best games, and I don't think oh, we're yeah. going to cover really um, the game themselves. But yeah, I think these these three 
Um, we played Rococo only yesterday. Um, no, sorry, Friday. And um, it's all these three games just hit the table. They are, I mean, they're, they're kind of a three, three, three and a half kind of complexity. Yep. Um, so there's no fear of um, lightweight games in this list. And um, I think, I think so, the cards, I mean, they're very, they're all at card playing. Interestingly, Obsession mm-hmm. is cards. Rococo yep. is, is hand cards. card management and Ark Nova's yeah. card management. Yeah. It's an interesting overlap. And, and yet, but Obsession, Ark Nova, and Rococo are, well, Rococo may be a little less, but a little worker placement. A little? In Ark Nova, very minimal worker placement, right? Yeah, I mean, Obsession With, is full on. Um, yeah. And technically, Rococo is kind of, I mean, it's kind of, you have the staff cards you play, but yeah, I guess it's not really worker placement mm. so much. Um, definitely but those first some, two have got yeah. so much theme, Obsession. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, every time I play Obsession, the theme oozes. Rococo, the theme oozes. Oh, the um, theme. I, I love it. And it plays really fast at Tupelo. Um, it does. Very, very enjoyable. It does. Uh, we knocked out a game of Arc Nova just before recording today. Mm-hmm. I think we got it done in like 40 minutes. Yeah. Her and I. Yeah. It's so, because they're nice, they're nice, nice medium weight games. And I, I'd also would happily play any of these three if I was asked. Absolutely. Are you it's kidding me? I asked for Star Wars and then I get let down with a no. But right. these three I would play. Right. No. I mean, any chance to play Rococo, unfortunately, it doesn't hit the table as often as I like. Um, but love it. Obsession hits the table constantly. Um, and so does Ark Nova because you've got that one to four. If we could get a fifth player, because we have a five, five game, mm-hmm. a, a group of five of us every other Saturday, that would be great. That would be perfect. Then it would hit the table more often. So but, I think Obsession, I would just, I prefer playing with two, maybe three max. Much more. I, I don't hear good things. I think it's a bit, it's a bit too having, much downtime. Having played six players, Obsession. Oh, yeah. Was I right in my judgment? I think, I mean, it was hours. Yeah, yeah, that's hours. what I thought. Um, and a beautiful solo game. I love playing. I'll throw up session mm-hmm. here. Katie will do some crafting, or she'll be upstairs watching TV, and I'll come down here and play a game of solo obsession. Got to do it, right? It's great. And all, and all of these games on this list, we play two-player. They're not games that... Yeah, it's a good point. All these games actually carry chosen. We happily play with two. It's yes. not like that's a good. I have, that's a good observation that's made. Um, okay, so we've talked about those three. What mm-hmm. about something that is on the list that you, Katie hadn't played? Okay, and I'll talk so about that. So there's three games on Carrie's list that Katie and I have never played. Uh, that is uh, Sulkin. It's on our. It's in our top three of we really want to play, to purchase, whatever. But Sulkin, Glass Road. We've never mm. played Glass Road. And then Keyflower. So Carrie likes those. We've never played them. So Zulkin's number one. Uh, uh, you know, she yeah. ranked them. Yeah. Um, they're all older games these days. So I think... Um, so Zulkin's worker placement. Yeah. Glass Road is card... <coughs> card drafting. And... Um, and Keyflower is kind of auction management. So very different games. Um, Zolkin, 
was a very early game that we got into, like one of the very games at the beginning of our journey. Mm. Um, and every time we play it, we love it. Uh, two <laughs> players or three players or four players work a placement, the cogs move around the boards. It's just, oh, it's just good. Um, and I think Harry likes that kind of puzzly part of these games, that kind of, I can do this and that happens, and this bit's over here. So lots of different uh, moving elements. Glass Road, we, I don't, have we ever played that more than two? It's got a slightly different rule set for two players, which means it's really streamlined. We must have played it more than two players. But it's um, Uwe Rosenberg, uh, you have a deck of cards, you're multi, you're picking uh, your cards to play, and then you play them down. And then if you both play the same cards, you only get one one action of the two. If you play exclusively, you get both actions. Um, so it's kind of a, again, interesting, a moving dial. So it's got a dial on the on the board, managing okay. resources, and um, you're basically producing glass. Um, I'm going to say bricks. I've now forgotten. But you're producing two resources by conversion. Um, again, I just loves that game. Just mm. like if that if that suggested, highly recommended that game. It may be out of print. Um, and then Keyflower. Now that we play two player, but it's also brilliant with six, like big group. Okay. And um, we've been playing that with our Southampton group quite a lot recently. And you you hide a lot of stuff behind your player screen, so you're bidding and trying to win. Um, and the camera always comes out with killer moves. I think the last time we played, just I went, look at all these meeples I have, and just trashed us all. And she'd been playing quite conservatively. So it's that little side of carry, the take that side of carry that uh, that came out with Keyflower. Um, mm. Now, we actually love the entire Key series. You've got Keyflower, you've got Key Markets, you've got Key Dragons, and I've now forgot Key Per. And there's another one I've now Keyflow. Um, all of those. Uh, sit within our collection and will be happily played by Carrie as well. Um, Excellent. So yeah, they are they are a mighty fine choice of games. Interesting. So I want to round out Katie's top five, right? Because um, Rococo is kind of a number six, even though she didn't rank them. But but knowing her as I do, I want to give you three games that's on her list and they're in her top five, and that's Orléans. Terraforming Mars and Scythe. I think Orleans is probably her favorite game. I'm surprised that's not in Carrie's list because it's because, a game Carrie loves yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and we almost exclusively play it at two players. Same. We have played it at four. We've also played it at five and it, it plays well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, we have the invasion expansion, yep. which makes it cooperative. And that's a that's a brutal cooperative, um, and it it feels very different from other cooperative games, uh, which I think is what makes it stand out. Um, it's it was our first bag builder game, and I, I think that element really connected with my wife. I think she really likes that bag building. Terraforming Mars has been. I introduced that to her, and she hasn't looked back. Um, this is a game where I mean, we we played this close to a hundred times. Wow! I have like a ninety-seven percent win ratio. Ninety-seven percent. Yeah. Um. And yet she will bring it back 
every time. She's ready to play. Wait, it's uh, the engine I, tableau kind yeah. of. Oh yeah. Builder. In fact, it's so for satisfying. Chris, for Christmas, she gave me a neoprene mat with the grip surface that has everything on it. So it's got the planet, it's got Venus, turmoil, um, colonies. So there's a place for everything, and I love that. Because mm. one of the problems, all the expansions can get unwieldy. Now it's all right there. Um, and it holds the hexes in place beautifully. She will always play Terraforming Mars. Always. Uh, we almost always play it too, uh, because we've got a couple of friends here in Springfield that don't care for playing it, so it doesn't hit the table with the group very much. Um, but that's a good one. And then Scythe. So we both learned Scythe at the same time. Um, a friend of ours, um, he taught us, it was five of us. He stepped out, so he didn't play, and he just taught it to us. And it was just such a lovely experience um you know what do you i don't what do you call that the when you manage the like you put your token and you take the top action and the bottom action there's a thing that villainous does something similar right where you you can't repeat the same action yeah, yeah come with the mechanic, i don't know what i don't, yeah, I don't you, know what it, it's, i don't know what the mechanics you, called yeah but, um you know and it's area control without like without the feeling of risk right where, you know, even if you do lose in combat, your pieces don't leave the board. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, just, we don't find there isn't, there is a little bit of combat, but some games are very useful. It's that, it's, very, the, it's the threat of war more than yes. war itself. And do you play that? Do you play Scythe two players or do you generally play it with a bigger group? We play it at two and it's do great you? at two. It's yeah. great at two and it's great at five. It's terrible at six and seven. Right, never, yeah, never played six, seven. It's, we've done it, and it's terrible. Rise of Fenris was an amazing campaign. Mm-hmm. Really good story. Um, whenever you have a game that's a campaign, and the opening narrative is like, what, four or six pages of just reading out loud, mm-hmm. sign us up. And so she, it's it's on her list consecutively, consistently on her top ten. Yeah, so. those to carry Orly, Orly, all. I thought would be yeah. on the list because we played that game a lot, and it's yeah. it's in the uh, most played list. Um, Terraform Mars is a space game that Carrie will play or not be bothered on, and then Scythe is it, it hits the table and she enjoys it. Yeah, um, but then says I don't enjoy Scythe, and then we play it. And <laughs> it's okay. So um, Scythe is interesting because we 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 learn Scythe. We were taught at one time and it was the one game where I think it was the first game where we bought all the expansions and we bought a wooden insert and the legendary box. So everything fits. Oh yeah. Beautiful. But it was one of the last games for the miniatures to be painted. Um, The pandemic and the lockdown in 2020 Mm. gave katie the time to paint because the mechs are kind of large the ships the airships are really a pain because you know they're you know substantial they are chunky aren't they yeah and you, and they're basically one color and then there's like all these little rivets that you're dry brushing with metal um but they're fully painted now they look beautiful um we had a few of them featured in our reel on our that's miniatures right. painting episode um yeah Scythe. Scythe, we went all in. I bought the, um, there's a hardback book 
that's like the artwork of Scythe. Oh that, yeah, uh, Jamie yeah, Stegmark as well. We bought. I bought that for Katie for one of her birthdays last year or the year before, just because she loves Scythe so much. And yeah, so do I. I, haven't got, I, think I think everything else we have. You know, yeah. like you say, all the bits. I don't think we have the book. But I do like it's, the artwork. It's, it's like really good at wall. two. Yeah. The the modular board makes it better yeah. at two players. Yeah, 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 it does. And we love that. It's awesome. So. Okay. All right. Um, so what is down. Carrie's next three? So going down Carrie's list next, um, I thought the next game would have would have been Carrie's number one because it's it's always suggested. And that is Grand okay. Austria Hotel. Oh, we played that yesterday. I Did love you? that game. Yes. Yeah. Carrie is... Love it. It's, it is, again, card placement, collecting resources, mm-hmm. feeding your custom feeding, serving your customers and getting yep. their hotel rooms. It just flows. Mm. And the expansion stuff works great too. Um, I love the artwork. It, it's one that, yeah, again, we, if we, we pretty much play this two players. I think we played a few others, but generally it's it plays fast. Again, mm-hmm. um, theme-wise, carry yeah, it just feels like you're running a restaurant. Well, it feels like you're running a hotel. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was surprised it wasn't number one because it's one that Carrie always suggests uh, comes it's, out. It's so good. It is so. It is in fact very good. Um, yeah, we, we we played it yesterday. It's it's just great. Um, Brandon uh, at Viticulturist mm-hmm. on Instagram. He lives up in uh, the Toronto area. He's the one who introduced me to the game and was like, "Oh, I need to get a copy." When he found out we had a copy, he sent me a three D printed uh, bust of the Emperor. Oh, to, lovely! To replace the little yeah, black yeah. wooden marker for the for the Emperor track, or not the Emperor track, the time track. And yeah, um, yeah, Katie, Katie painted that too. Because I think about his Grand Austria Hotel is the whole dice. You the dice is it six yeah. actions, and the more dice there are, the more yep. things you can do. And so it's yep. always weighing up: do I wait? It's, do I do this now? It's 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 a really tight uh, yeah. set of decision making. So again, very similar to I guess the other games we've talked about. Uh, they all require a little bit of thinking and mm-hmm. thoughtful planning. Yep. Um, so that was the number four. Um, the next one we haven't talked about is number five, which is one of the heavyweight games. Carrie's favorite, the Serda game. This the is the ga- heaviest on it's, both lists. I yeah, think. The, the Gallerist. Oh, so good. Oh, so good. So good. Again, oozing with theme, the arts. Oh. It was it was the first Lacerda game, Vital game that we added to our collection. Um, Same then, here. Yeah. I guess it might be on the old. I say oldest, oldest ones that were done in the kind of Eagle Griffin style boxes. Right. At least. And um, again, it's, we've played it three and four players, but again, exclusively, we probably play this with two. Yeah. Um, yep. Again, it's loads of thinking, uh, the pattern of getting your artists. Do you support them? Do you go and get your VIPs? Do we sell the art? Do you go and sell it on the on the international market? It's, it's genius, absolute genius. And very puzzle, very puzzly. Yeah. yeah. Again, similar to I guess carries other selection. Um, it links into that kind of multi mm-hmm. sort of faceted choice. Um, and number six, bringing the complexity right back down, is wingspan. There we go. Who doesn't love wingspan? Who doesn't right? love wingspan? So um, yeah, we have. 
played everything apart from we have Asia, but we haven't actually got it out of the box yet. So we've yet to Asia play that. Is, Asia is really good. Is it good? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. We were saying this yesterday that it, the, because it's a big box, it's come upstairs into the overflow mm-hmm. and it's been out of sight. And I was like, we have not yet played Asia. We have, we have missed the game since before Christmas. So um, it's interesting when we got the nesting box along with Asia, uh, we did a five player wingspan. How, how was that? That was like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Cause we're so used to playing a two player. It flows. And fast. we're, yeah, you know, yeah. we could play two or three games of wingspan in one sitting and whoo, but there's so many birds, so many birds. I um, love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone knows wingspan. If you haven't played wingspan and you're, on, and you're listening to the show, um, you're after a nice game to get the family into or friends and a new gamers wingspan is the one. I think we so, know someone who could tell you about wingspan if you, if you never played it before. I think we both know somebody. I know a certain lady who could share, share her love and knowledge. And maybe we can get her on the show if I keep we'll have to leaving do. hints that one week she might join yep. us. We need to do um, that. So that's the next three. I'll keep number number 10 for the end. What's Katie's? Oh, right. Because now there's only one game left on. Is there? No, two, there's one game left on Carrie's list. Yeah. But Katie has several. Fire away. Yeah. Okay. So the next one's to round that out. Um, so we've done Orleans Obsession, Arc Nova, Terraforming Mars, Scythe, Rococo. All right. So that's top six. To round it out, the bottom half, Tang Garden. Oh. Which we talked about before. We talked about Beautiful. it, yeah. Last week, I think. Um, it was a Kickstarter that she was like, we need this. We need all of it. We backed seasons and the big box that's mm-hmm. coming. Um, yeah, it's it's so beautiful. Um, we've got some tile placement, which she and I both really enjoy. Um, the components are gorgeous. Uh, the miniatures are really tiny, and she painted all of them. And I think she she loves to paint the miniatures. I think it gives her it really is appeals she, to her crafting nature. Is she going to repaint the miniatures? because you'll get the new improved detail and quality in the Kickstarter. So I would say that the answer to that is yes. Mm. Um, she, she hasn't said one way or the other, but I'm pretty sure she's going to pay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she will. Um, but it's just, it's just a lovely game. It's, and it's that three dimensional, the landscapes that are standing around the edge of the garden, the direction, the miniatures are looking. Mm, I love that. All of that, all that matters. Um, so it's very unique but it's beautiful. It's peaceful. Yeah. That's the game. Um, the game we, we will play it too. Most of the time. We will. Uh, we played it at four, eh, maybe twice. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Same. We, we both enjoy it. Just two players. Um, no, it's, it's good. Tango. That's Tang garden. Um, followed it up by, again, this is not in any order. Mm-hmm. This, this ranks higher on Katie's list. That is Mystic Veil. That's the one with uh, the cards that are trans- card, The trans- card crafting, yeah. Card crafting, that's right. Ooh, a mechanic. So you, we all have the same deck of cards, and there's like corrupted fields and 
Verdon Fields or whatever like it. But you you it comes with sleeves because you have to sleeve the cards because you have translucent uh, inserts that you slide into the sleeve, and there's a top, middle, and bottom third of each of the cards so you can have up to three different mm. powers features fields on each card and there is a little deck building of course but you're really crafting the cards because uh, i think 75 percent of your starter deck they're all blank yeah so you need to slide them into the sleeves to make your deck enhance oh, we've got the i think it's the leaders um which are really cool she will always play that. Right. Um, we love it at two. Uh, yeah, it's it, nice at two. It, it nice sings. Game. It sings at four. If you go to six, it just takes forever. Um, I think the beauty of the game is there's a little bit of an overlap. So when you know Candy takes her turn as she's doing her thing, I can start preparing my turn, playing the cards in the in the in the veil, right? Um, but yeah, Mystic Veil. We have the con. We've got the conclave big box, all the expansions. Um, I got her the uh, geek up upgraded bits, the plastic proper shards. Yeah, yeah. I think Um, I think we had it. We had it, and then for some reason we traded it away. But I can't remember why. Because I actually enjoyed hmm. it. All the things you said, I was like, it's a great game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Katie would never let me sell it. Nice. Sell it, give it away, trade it. No, this is definitely uh, one of her favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, harmony, harmony, and mysticism. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Eh. And the art, and it's the, art looks, the art looks great as well. Yep. Uh, although it's in in terms of weight, these last few games are much lower. Yeah, right? we're in the, you know, we're in the twos. Um, her next one, back to worker placement, uh, back to farming and fields. That's Creature Comforts, uh, which that's is a our recent list of games we're waiting yeah, for. Yeah, it's a recent. It was so it was a recent um, purchase at Gen Con this year, and I, I think it just took her by storm because the pieces are so beautiful. The, you know, mm-hmm. the little animal minis and um, the the that that um, that dice. You roll the dice and place them to get your resources. Um, but you have your two family dice in your color that you roll beforehand and then you place your workers and then you roll the collective dice afterwards and you hope. I cannot right? wait to try this game. I it's, think it's I think really it'll cool. Being Carrie's top 10. Um, I think it will do. I think so. Knowing yeah. her as I do, I think yeah. she's going to love it. It's one of Katie. Katie will play creature comforts any day of the week. We love it at two. We love it at five. All player counts. 25 minutes. I think we played Creature Comforts in like 25 minutes. Oh. Just her and I. And it's so good. It's so good, you know. Um, it doesn't take a lot of time, but we get a lot of enjoyment out of it. It's it's cute. It's fun. It's a little puzzly mm. and strategic. Um, so it really hits all the things that she's looking for in a game. So It's weird. When it first came out, I completely missed it. I don't know how I skipped it. Because it's a Kickstarter, wasn't it, originally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I do not know. And then suddenly I was like, this game, I keep seeing everywhere. Why haven't now, I got it? Oh, I missed it. And so he backed the ex- expansion. Y'all back, did y'all back the uh, sequel that just... Yeah, yeah, about that Ma- as well. Maple Valley, I think. Yeah, I did that one as well. So that's on its way. So, so now there's one list, one left on both lists. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll finish Katie's list. Go for it. It is um, it is the lowest in terms of weight. I think it's dearest to her heart in terms of nostalgia. 
Ticket to Ride, specifically Europe. I'm about to ask, is it she, a... Yeah, she Europe. specifies Europe, but we have almost all the maps, and she'll play Ticket to Ride any day. Uh, there was a time where we would do... Uh, we would go to Titan Games, and we would play Ticket to Ride Tuesdays at Titan. So it was just, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Um, so we would bring a couple of maps and go to Titan, and we had a couple of friends that we, we would meet up with every Tuesday, and we would play Ticket to Ride. I think we'll probably do a Ticket to Ride marathon one day, and just I did recently. I recently acquired Poland. Um, I really enjoyed that. That's a that's a good expansion, but uh, but Ticket to Ride Europe, she's always ready to play. It's great at two because we can. I mean, at two players, you can knock that out. Quickly. Yeah, a lot of these games could, are that. It's yeah, a two-player version, particularly if you know the game. Oh yeah, it's, uh, bam, bam, bam. And some nice. of the maps are some of the maps are only two or three player, right? Um, Switzerland, Nordic countries. Um, I think there's another one. I mean, Nordic, the, the, yeah. the core and Europe. And Europe. Oh, okay. So um, it's clearly missing out. I also think she likes it because she always beats me. <laughs> She's got a really high win ratio, except for the Nordic country. For some reason, when we go to Scandinavia and we cross the Arctic Circle, I somehow can win. I don't. I don't know. She's got a block on that map, and everything else. Let the glaring white Arctic snow. Yeah, it's, yeah. Distracts her from everything else. Otherwise, she beats me at everything. The Ticket to Ride card game. We have that. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a 100% win rate. Wow. You've never won. No, you need no. to practice more. Yep. So, so that's Katie's top 10 list. And I think you've got one more. In Carrie's list, right? Yeah. So the final yeah. one, um, coming at carries number eight was, um, was fields of all, which mm. is, uh, Uwe Rosenberg's, I mean, it was uh, two player. Right. Has, has got an expansion with three. Um, so good. So good. Like 3.87. It's a pretty meaty worker placement. Yeah. Um, you've got, yeah, is it four actions or four, four, four workers? I can't remember now. Um, double sided, you've got the summer and you've got the winter and yes. you build tools and you're developing your uh, equipment. You've got your breeding, you've got your harvesting. And again, it's, it's all the intricate different dependencies to try to survive yeah. as well as building the path and going, traveling around, um, is it Friesland? No. Whatever the area, not it's it's where he's from originally, yeah, it is, right? And, I, and I've just forgotten terribly, but it's that kind of anyway. One of us will Google, somebody will Google it in a minute. Yep. Um, but yeah, Carrie again. It's two players and um, doesn't hit table as much because it's got a bit of setup time. And we have got a storage solution for it now, so it does mean there's a little bit, a bit little bit less time. Um, but yeah, Carrie's number number eight. It's Fields of Arl. Mm-hmm. That rounds out the list. It is. Um, That's it. The only other stats I have is that we've played just sort of about 1,300 player-to-player one-on-ones. Wow. Uh, obviously played a lot more than that. Um, across wow. 455 different games. Wow. Um, and to race, remind everyone, that's over 10 years, right? Yeah. And we played yeah. the, I think we need at 10,000 plays on the, uh, on the main list. Ooh, um, man. But yeah, currently win ratio two to one to me. But some of these <laughs> games, are, some of these games up here, uh, there's games. I think 
key flowers. She has high win rates. Uh, Zolkin and she often beats me on. Which is I'm why like, I turned number one. Rest. Yeah, that's probably another reason why they're on there because she gets to uh, to win those games. That's awesome. So um, it's a new year, and um, we're back to our annual challenge. Yep. We're going to play every game at least once. We could play more, but we will get every game in our collection played once. Um, we have 196 games in our collection. 29 of them have been played. Good 14, work. 14.7%. Um, a total of 42 plays so far. Six different people. Most of which are just Katie and I. And what's the what's, uh, current win ratio? The current win ratio head-to-head between Katie and I, I think, is um, 18 to 17. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, it's really narrow. It narrowed this morning. What what Katie and I like to do, I don't know if you and Carrie do this at all. We'll take a Saturday, you know, we're or a Sunday morning, we're by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We will take a single Calax and be like, we're gonna play every game in that Calax square. Oh, in the square. Yeah. We did I'm that like, la- we did that last weekend and we knocked out five games before lunch. I might have a I might have a look. There are certain property squares that might take me a three weeks. There's a few Vital where it might take me oh, two days. But, well, okay, yeah. that's fair, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, there are so. some cubes where there's some fast plays. Um, we did try to get uh, Carrie and Katie to join us, um, but Carrie looked at me, shook her head, and just ran away. <laughs> so uh, there are no special <laughs> guests this week. Uh, we will at some point try to get them on the show. We hope so. Uh, or they could do. They could take over. It could be a meeple to meeple takeover one week, and we could just sit back and let them record a show. I mean, that would be great. I would love that. That would be excellent. Because yeah, yeah I'm going to go just try and encourage that. They might do a better job than you and Probably, I, to be fair. That's okay. <laughs> he might give us a, a, a rankings boost that we desperately need. Oh, tell me about it, right? Right. So, um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, this is, uh, this is great. And, uh, Gareth, I really uh, I appreciate you uh, bringing up this topic because I love – you and I talk about this a lot, our, our wives. We love to play with them. They're our favorites. And, so thanks a lot. Thanks for listening, list. everyone. Thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Please subscribe. And as always, we love to hear your thoughts and ideas. So make sure to leave those in the comments. And don't forget, you can also chat with us both on Instagram at Meeple to Meeple.